today as we continue to focus on preparing and praying for the shift to one service this coming Sunday, March the 6th. I want to invite you to join me in prayer today for our youth small groups on Sunday mornings. Our small groups will be meeting at 9 o'clock all ages across our campus on Sunday mornings. And and today, let's pray for our youth small groups, lifting up uh, especially the leaders, those who are teaching and leading out in the work of discipling on Sunday mornings with our youth. We've got a great group, and they need our prayers. They need our, us praying for them, uh, for their time with the Lord throughout the week, for their growth and strength in the Lord in their lives, and for the empowering of the Lord in their lives to, to teach and disciple our youth and to cover the hearts of our youth with grace towards them. And so let's join together to pray for them today and, and also pray for this, pray for more leaders to be raised up from our church family to invest in discipling our youth on Sunday mornings. We could use a few more people. And so pray about that. Pray for the Lord to raise folks up to uh, invest in that area of ministry in our church and discipling our youth. And, and maybe that's you. And so open your own life up to that, the possibility that God may be calling you. And if so, reach out to Justin, reach out to me, talk to us about God's call in your life in that area. Today, I want to draw us back to John chapter 3 and closing out looking at the words of John the Baptist in this passage. Um, In the final words that he speaks in response to his disciples' question uh, about the reality that Jesus' ministry seems to be increasing and everybody's going to him, and John the Baptist's ministry seems to be decreasing. Fewer and fewer people people are coming to John and his disciples for baptism. And the last words he says are these. And after he's recognized the sovereignty of God over his ministry, he's confessed his faith in Jesus as the Christ, the bridegroom of the bride, the people of God. He's expressed his joy that's now complete in Jesus. And then he does this. He says these words, He must increase, but I must decrease. What a powerful statement. What a great truth and a reality of a witness of Jesus Christ. The realization in John's heart and his life that the Messiah was here, Christ was here, the Son of God, the Savior of the world was here. And that means that John the Baptist's ministry was coming to a close in preparing for the coming of the Messiah. Jesus was here, and it was time for the focus to be on Christ. It was time for the ministry of Jesus to increase. You know, in our lives as disciples, this should be the very heart of our daily prayer, that we would decrease and Christ would increase. The Apostle Paul recognized this. This is what he pursued, set his focus on, ran towards in his life every single day. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, he said these words, which have become a prayer in my life. I pray it will be a prayer in your life today. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. There it is. 
I must decrease and Jesus must increase. Today, let's make John 3.30 the words of John the Baptist. Let's make Galatians 2.20 the words of the Apostle Paul, the prayers of our hearts today to the Lord. O oh God, in our lives, may there be so much less of, of us. Lord, in my life, may there be so much less of me. Crucify the flesh that's in me. May Christ, who my life is now hidden in, grow and become more and more who I am. May He shape my consciousness and my, my character, my conduct, May He transform me, O oh God, to reflect You. May there be less of me and more of Jesus in me today. Will you pray that along with me today?